good to have you with me today as we're studying God's Word and sharing together. We're talking about some habits that we need to develop in our lives as believers that will help us really grow strong in Christ. And one of the habits that I started on last week and didn't finish was to, to just give ourselves to the Lord and to other people. Give ourselves away. Not try to hoard ourselves. Not try to protect ourselves, but to take risks and step out for God. And we talked about how several times in scriptures, Jesus said he who would would, would really wants to live life has to lose his life for my sake in the gospels. And if you try to keep your life and gain your life, you lose it. And I think that's what, that's what we need to come to grips with as believers is that God has a plan for each of us. And that plan is unique to us. And as we make ourselves available to him, he will, he will enable us to just lose ourselves in serving him and being a part of that which he's called us to do. And someone said, God doesn't ask us to give till it hurts. He simply asks us to give it all. And that's what he wants from each of us, not to hold back anything. And we're not to be so attached to material things and under the bondage to things that that we are not willing to just surrender it all to him. It's a simple fact that we finally lose it all when we die. And so it doesn't profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul. For Jesus said, what can you give in exchange for your soul? What he's saying is if you live for yourself and spend your life that way and death comes, it's going to be too late. There's no way. Even if you had the whole world, you couldn't buy back your soul because you've already spent it. You've already... See, we're spending our lives every day. And how we spend them and how we spend them best is to lose them for Christ, to give them totally to him. And then that makes a difference. You see, Jesus details here what we need to do. We need to deny ourselves. <clears throat> that decisive decision comes when we decide to give up ourselves, not just something. Not, I know people that give up things for Lent or give up things for certain times in their lives, and that's all fine and good maybe, but he's talking about just giving up ourselves and taking up our cross. And you see, when you die, you don't come back. Jesus comes back living through us. And if we say, here is my Lord, here's my life, Lord, I want, to, I want you to live through me, then that makes a difference. And he says, for whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man <clears throat> will be ashamed. A dead man doesn't have to fear people. He doesn't have to be afraid of what people say about him because it doesn't matter. And so if we die to ourselves and Jesus lives in us, we can step out to do things we never thought we could do. And in choosing to give ourselves away, we, we really give, give ourselves away to others because Jesus said others are what matter. People are what matter. And that's his purpose, other people. He came to seek and to save those which were lost. He didn't come to give his own, save his own life. He came to save others. I have not come to be served, he said, but to serve and give my life as a ransom for many. You see, the problem with most of us, we want to be served. We get very upset if we're not served. If we don't, if we don't get what we think we should get, our people don't treat us like we think they ought to treat us. And if life doesn't work out the way we want it to and circumstances don't do exactly like we think they should, well, I want to tell you, friends, that's not going to happen, and if, if, we, if we have that as our goal, 
that we be served, if we have that as our goal, that we be comfort, comfortable all the time, then we're going to live a miserable life because, you see, it's not going to happen that way. That's not the way life is. Jesus said, I didn't come to be served. Now, he was served, and that's good. People did serve him. Mary Magdalene poured out, uh, Mary, served him. Mary of Bethany poured out precious ointment on his feet. The disciples served him at times, and he appreciated that. And it's not to say that people can't bless us and serve us and encourage us and help us. The point is that's not our goal. Our goal is that we serve. Our goal is that we give. Our goal is that we make a difference. Our goal is to serve, to minister, to be used by Jesus. You know what they said about Jesus when he was on the cross? And this could well have been the epitaph placed above his grave. They said he saved others himself he could not save. There's never been a truer statement made than that, even though it was by his enemies and they thought it was a ridicule of him. They were saying he's powerless to save himself. Now, he wasn't powerless to save himself, but he saw that if he was going to save us, he couldn't save himself. He had to give himself to die for us on the cross. He was personally committed to save us, and so that's why he gave himself that way. And that's what we are to do in the same sense. I'm not going to do just what I want. I'm not going to just satisfy me. I'm not going to just take the easy road. I'm just not, not going to follow the lines of least resistance. I'm going to fulfill uh, God's desires, not mine. That's why John Wesley gave himself to sharing the gospel in England so many years ago. He rode a horse 5,000 miles a year. Now, that may not seem like very many in the day of driving cars, but that was a lot. And not because he liked riding horses, but because he wanted to get where he wanted to to preach. He preached an average of 15 sermons a week, not because he liked to hear the sound of his own voice, but because he was getting the gospel out to the people of his day. You and I must believe that if we let the Holy Spirit fill us, he will use us in the lives of other people. Suppose you were a very important person and that you were known worldwide and that you were a person of great influence and you had dedicated the last few years of your life to teaching the principles that you had used that had made such a difference in your own life. Now suppose it's your last night and you'll never see these people again. What would you do? How would you act with this select group of people that you have that night? Would you hand out a notebook with a summary of all your principles in it and mark the ones with a yellow pen or would you show a slide presentation or would you give them a heart-rending lecture. There are lots of opinions about what you could do. At this point, most of us would be ready from, for something special, but on the last night Jesus spent with his disciples, the most important person who ever lived, Jesus, with his disciples, he shared his life, and he opened up everything to him. That's what he did on his last night. He washed his disciples' dusty, dirty feet. And at that time, foot washing was one of the most humble acts one could do. It was a servant's act, to, just to be done by slaves. You see, they were sitting around a table that night with dirty feet. There was no slave to wash their feet. So Jesus took upon himself the form of a slave and bowed down and, and washed their feet. Jesus showed us with tremendous example how, it mean, how we are to serve. A sign was placed on a lot near a busy intersection. It said, a building will be built on this location when conditions permit. That's an excuse we often use ourselves. 
you know, I'll do this for God when conditions permit. I will really go all out when conditions permit, when things get better. I'll tithe when I have more money. I'll serve Christ when I have more time. I'll do it next year. I'll do it next week. I'll do it tomorrow. But God says today, give your life away. Let's do it. God bless you. Have a great day.